The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on Sunday. This is Sunday. about the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. Good stuff, giddy up. Welcome to Failure to Stop Podcast, the number one show where police meet society and culture. It's meetup week, baby. You're pulling into the night shift show. Uh, we got Andrea up late, as always. We have a special guest on the One More and I'm Out of Here podcast crew. We are joined today uh, for our live podcast, Meetup Palooza times two. And we have Jay Kiefer from One More I'm Out of Here podcast in studio with me uh, to deliver a story that only a firefighter could tell about a horrific firefighter story. And so, Andrea, I don't want you to be nervous, but Andrea Uplate, the true crime queen, queen, if you didn't know, if you're tuning in to this podcast channel, we do have the podcast queen, the true crime queen with us. She's going to be judging you, dude, and seeing how she is basic white girl who does nothing but listen to true crime podcasts and has a true crime podcast here on the Fair Stop channel. This one, she, all she does is true crime. So if you jack this up, dude, you're, uh, you're pretty much, it would be like. I don't know, dude. It'd be like it'd be like Nolan Ryan letting you throw one pitch. Oh, and you that is terrible. It over this is all terrible. And, threw, and he and you threw it into no pun intended threw that one. <laughs> but, this is all terrible. So uh, she's just, been, she's been judging me all day. I've, I've been waiting for it. <laughs> don't be nervous. But we've got a hell of a meetup going on. People are flying in tonight. We got a nice little house full of folks in the studio. They're out there watching us on the the YouTube's on the TVs out there. Uh, Dead Leg Media flew in from Colorado. Will Cray. Uh, and TJR both met for the very first time on the same plane. What are the odds, dude? That, that is we have so a meetup cool. in North Carolina. These two dudes get on an airplane, and it was like they knew each other were Wolfpack. They were like, "Yo, are you, are you Wolfpack?" And the other guy was like, "Wait, are you Wolfpack?" And then they were like, Arr! and then they couldn't stop howling in the airport, front of the plane to the back of the plane. Yeah, the marshals were like, "You gotta cut that out. You can't. This is an air." This I sincerely is, hope know. none of that happened. But hey. What's that? No, well, I knew they came in together, but legitimately, I knew they, they came in together. to get like flew in together. But did they legitimately yeah. know? No, huh? they did not know. Yeah, but did they know each other? Oh, no, they didn't know. They were getting on the same well, plane. I don't know. I I didn't really get the specifics on so maybe it was a T-shirt that gave it away or what it was that gave it away. But uh, they were able to determine that they were both going to North Carolina for the Failure to Stop One More and I'm Out of Here podcast meetup. And so that was pretty freaking cool. Um, we picked them up in the, the shuttle, the Failure to Stop shuttle mobile. And uh, we got to hear the whole story. And then, so they're from Minnesota. We've got Deadleg from Colorado that flew in. John from, from fucking South Dakota or something. That's cool. Uh, all the dudes from Cincinnati, Ohio. Place We've got, uh, oh, uh, we got um, uh, Davy J. David J, who's always in the chats, he came in from Santiago, Santiago. So uh, everybody's drinking brewskis out there and uh, and hanging out so far in the meetups tomorrow. So we're really excited. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in for the very They're first time. They're saying in the chats that it was their beards. Oh, it was the beards? They like, <laughs> it was like one of those water tongs that, that uh, gravitate towards water. Yeah, it was their beards. They just gravitated and they twined up. And uh, I think it's a, a, yeah. actually a, a porno one of the subtitles on porn uh, bearding or something, but you can, you uh, can check that box, check that box. Yeah. So uh, if you're tuning in for the very first time, uh, we do five shows a week now officially on this channel, starting this week, five shows. Um, we start off every Monday with uh, all the police news and comedy. It's basically live PD meets uh, Todd McComas on Barstool sports. They had a biracial baby together. That would be J Daryl, J Darrell white and myself. <laughs> um, I'll never stop calling him by his fake government name and uh tuesday night night shift true crime and then we have wednesday all the other news so that you don't sound like an asshole first responder to your uh civilian friends on wednesdays comm center every thursday night with drew Brucey and jonathan bates and then our flagship friday breakdowns which is a very serious show where we break down all the the uh, major crimes that are going on so uh, thank you for tuning in if you'd like to support the show very simple very simple one you can support us by supporting the people who sponsor the show tonight's show is brought to you by ghostbed dot com forward slash wolfpack it sleeps so good it's scary ghostbed could have uh could have pretty much solved this crime slash ended this crime we'll get to that later we'll tell you how how just simply having a ghost bed could have prevented all of this from happening we could have gone back in time 
Um, and we'll, we'll explain that a little bit later. But uh, we do want to give a big shout out to ghostbed.com forward slash Wolfpack. And uh, we, we love their beds. We love their pillows. We love their sheets. We love everything about them. If you also want to support the show, hit that like and subscribe button on the YouTubes if you're watching it live. Um, 99% of you are listeners on on iTunes or Spotify. So you can give us a five-star rating and review if you would. You can join us on Patreon. You can be- become a paid YouTube member. Got like 74-something chats going on right now. Uh, lots of stuff. There's lots of ways to, to participate for free or for paid. Also, we like super chats. People love to give us super chats. and That's always cool. We're always in love with that. But that's enough of all of that bullshit. Uh, is there any true crime news or updates that you have? Oh, oh my goodness. Yeah, it's not raining. a time. Oh, it's raining super chats. Hold on. It's raining super chats. It's raining super uh, chats, not <laughs> men. It's uh they are in the office right now, actually floating floating super chats, real super chats over my head. Thank you guys so much. Uh, that'll that'll go for your beer tap for the night. So uh, just kidding. <laughs> um, but thank you guys, seriously, for all the super chats and everything. That was uh that was Davy J dropping fucking mad bones up in here. What is this? Is this uh Epstein's. He's dropping Epstein's. Epstein's. He's dropping Epstein's. Do you ever see that? It looks like Epstein <laughs> on the twenty dollar bill. It looks just like Epstein. Um. Anyway, do we have any true crime news updates before we drop into tonight's show? Tonight's show is Robert Fisher, firefighter, family yes. annihilator. Ooh, that was really good. I practice. That was really good. In terms of updates, um, but um. Stephen Smith, the again, we keep talking about him, the 19-year-old that was found dead in relation to the Murdoch's, or was there relation to the Murdoch's? We don't know. Uh, if you remember, his body was exhumed recently <clears throat> for a second autopsy to be performed. They are now pursuing this as a homicide, like we've talked about. They've not given specifics or the actual results of the autopsy yet, but they have said that some new information that they feel upbeat about and they feel so <clears throat> i thought that was interesting can you hear me are you with me i'm 100 yeah. with you dude we're with you 100%. till the bitter you bitter just said 100 oh, okay so <sighs> then so then let me tell you guys real quick, because tonight we're doing things a little different. We've got, as uh, Eric said a minute ago, we've got Jay Keefe with us from One More and I'm Out of Here. And he's actually going to, he's going to present this story tonight or a case tonight from 2001. Uh, it's actually, <clears throat> you may, you may have heard of this, this, the, the suspect in this case, it is unsolved, so to speak. Uh, was on the FBI's top 10 most wanted list for many, many years until recently. So this may be something you've heard of. If not, it's super interesting. Um, I know a little bit about the case. I think Eric's going to react to it as well. And so we'll let him tell the story. But before we do, let's talk about some, uh, some of what's going on in 2001. So I will say that the case that, uh, that he's going to talk about happened in August Lost my virginity in 2001. Andrea. We've talked about the sea turtle in. We've already done it. Show them your tattoo. It was in 2001. Show them your tattoo. Right there. Uh, bought, Show them your tattoo. Bought condoms out of the bathroom. <laughs> it's a, it's a g- good job. Being you got I appreciate tattoo. that. 2001. Um, good year. <laughs> 9 11, dude. Day that um, I live in infamy. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. So that's what I was going to say. So this case took place in August of 2001. Uh, so just just prior to September 11th, of course. Okay. So actually, but April, let's talk April, about some other things April, that though. were going on. Then the, we have the um, night the night that I lost my gener- my virginity. Like right after that, the twin towers fell. Oh. Yeah. Okay. That happened. Um, the top song was All For You by Janet Jackson. Uh, some of the famous movies were Shrek, Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone, uh, Legally Blonde, Ocean's Eleven, so some heavy hitters there. Oh. Um, Harry Potter was a big big craze at that time. Um, Angelina Jolie was kind of at her prime at that time as an actress. Let's see here. We have <clears throat> Jay Leno was doing his thing. Gilbert Gottfried was still pretty relevant doing his thing there um jessica alba 
We've got Rudolph. We got old Giuliani was the person of the year for Time Magazine that year. Mm. Much else, but um, so we have George Bush, of course, was inaugurated in January of that year. That's it. That kind of takes you back to um, 2001, baby. Uh, Carly in the chats just dropped us five dollars. She said, "Having major FOMO from not from from not being in North Carolina, fear of missing out. You are missing out, Carly." Missing out uh, a lot. It's a lot of fun. Everybody's having a great time. Uh, I think Will Cray's got two pepperonis over each nipple. One pepperoni over each nipple right now. Um, yeah, you're missing out with this. You know, so, this is what true crime does to people that listen to this channel. <laughs> just, just get you it's going. It's a very, very odd uh, true. We just do true crime just a little bit different. Too. We do every. We do first responder shit just a, a little bit different. Before we jump into tonight's show, right? This is going to be a good one. Again, Robert Fisher. Firefighter family annihilator. Uh, I just watched Mortal Kombat with the children. And so, uh, do they say that in Mortal Kombat? Annihilated. That's to finish him. Oh, yeah. Finish him. Yeah. And then they say, like, annihilated. Oh, yeah. I Inferno. It's been forever since yeah. I played that game. Yeah. Uh, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Ghostbed.com. So, thank you so much, Ghostbed. Ghostbed has been a loyal sponsor for the show since day freaking one, going on almost three years. Uh, I, Ghostbed has sponsored uh, the other shows that I was on on Drinking Bros. Followed us over here. They gave us our own uh, our own website now, so it's uh, fairtostop.com forward slash Wolfpack. And uh, the savings have bumped up, folks. The savings have bumped up to fifty percent off, forty percent off of everything else, but fifty percent off of the bundles where you can get the adjustable base, you can get those massage modes, zero gravity modes, get all the freaking modes that you want. And I'll tell you what, dude. Zero percent down, zero percent financing. If you have firefighter credit, it's a no-brainer. It's no sleep brainer. literally so good that's scary. We all sleep on a ghost bed. There'd be less true crime. That's the only thing. That's the only thing about Joe's bed is that the more ghost beds that are sold, the less true crime there is. Would be had. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, and a lot less true crime would be reported. I feel like there's some things that might happen on a ghost bed that you would just be like, I didn't want that necessarily, but. That ghost bed made it feel that what, much better. What you think is a true crime may not be a true crime, but right. Like there's some things you that my just wife, move on down the road. Something that my wife's have done to me on that bed where I'm like, I'm calling the police after this is over. <laughs> but then I'm like, you know what? This ghost bed is so damn comfortable. I don't even care. <laughs> don't even care. So uh looks like we've lost Andrea for a little bit. That's okay. So um I'm actually excited to actually see Andrea's internet in person. Yeah. virtually but from the studio it is a sight to I'm be seeing behold, exactly what happens it's a sight to behold so let's uh we'll just jump in real quick to this uh, this beautiful story this, this um story. i think it's actually on your story? end if we're going to talk about it mine's doing good <laughs> really my mine saying five bars saying five bars saying mm -hmm. i'm good to go uh but uh You're, so is mine and i'm hardwired in we're not going to argue with you. We know that women are always right. Well, no, actually, what you get to see now, Jake Eve, is that is that it's not my internet. <laughs> well, we look good. I'm we look fine. I'm seeing. I'm seeing from all <laughs> angles. All angles. Let's do it. Let's do. Let's jump in. Let's do it. Let's light this up. Let's get this fire started. Ooh, I see what you did there, and I like it there, uh, Jake Eve. Firefighter extraordinaire, podcast extraordinaire, is going to present us with Robert Fisher, Firefighter Family, Annihilator. Annihilator. So, yeah. So, I, I came on to uh, this topic with talking with Eric and bringing up some weird fireman stuff to the failure to stop uh, platform. So, I found this guy and... Uh, Robert William Fisher was born in 1961, and I was trying to figure out exactly what fire department he he worked for, and I, I could not come up with that. But he he ended up having a, a back injury, so he ended up getting into the medical field and had a family. And we're we're gonna we're gonna dive into it. But so fireman part comes into with Eric for there. Okay. So we end up finding out that uh, this guy ended up killing his wife and two children and then Jesus. setting the house on fire. So as I was, I was, as 
I was digging into all of this. Uh, so he, he was a Navy veteran. And then he married uh, a lady named Mary, Mary Cooper, in 1987. So he had two children, Bobby and Brittany. Not the, uh, not the chess guy, Bobby Fisher. So to give the, the quick synopsis, then we'll, we'll dig into it. But uh, April 10th, which I thought it was kind of, kind of fitting just for the – because here we are, April 11th. April 10th, 2001, their family's house exploded. What? So I got to watch a documentary the other day as I was researching this, and it, it was kind of funny – watching all of these there's been a couple other um cold case cold case people such as andrea that that have dug into this and there's there's one on uh youtube and i started watching it and he kept him like he was the alpha male like the right. the typical first responder police officer firefighter typical alpha so whenever like family gatherings you know you start to you start to grab on to behaviors and, and whatnot. All of his friends, his family, they said, you know, his wife never really talked a bunch when they were around, when the children were around. He, he was really in tune with his kids, but he was the guy. Right. Wife never talked. Yeah. Better seen than heard, bitch. <laughs> right, and Andrea? I, and that's kind of where, where I thought that was Right, going Andrea? Go. You know how that goes, huh? So, I don't know whether I should wait for a reaction or not. I'm sorry. I, I don't have a voice at this table. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well played. Hey, speaking of which, look at this picture right here. That is a beautiful family. Andrea, do you miss having a family like that? Didn't you used to? Don't do it. Don't do it. Do you guys... <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> but a, a, lot of, a lot of this goes back into uh, to Robert Fisher's history in the fact that you know, he, he came from what, what seemed to be a normal, you know, a normal 60s, you know, early 60s into 70s life. Father was a banker. Mom was stay at home. And he had uh, two sisters. But his parents divorced. And apparently his sisters had in the interviews since his, his disappearance have said, like, that completely screwed him up. Yeah. So as he as he goes through life and then he meets he meets Mary they end up having some, some marital issues. He steps out a little bit. Right. Um, Steps out like, like gets his own place or no, like steps out, like out of the marriage as far as little, like not with Mary. Oh, Um, like gets him a little side game. Yeah. A little side, little side check, little side piece. So he ends up, but with his back injury, getting out of the fire service, he ends up, he he goes to the gym and they always like to get massages. Well, he would (laughs) hang out at massage parlors. Oh, fucking this guy. Shocker. God, dude, why is it? It's always the toxic dudes that want those fucking <laughs> hand J massages. I swear, the, to the hand J massage. So they all, they, I'm serious, and it's like it's part of the thing. It's like if you're one of those like weird, like like jock alpha weirdos kind of guys, like that, those motherfuckers love their little jerk massages. They're like, oh, happy ending. What? So he he would he would frequent after the gym he would frequent this uh, massage parlor ended up meeting somebody banging one out doing whatever he did okay so he goes he goes and tell and tells his wife that he that he stepped out because they were somewhat involved in the church That's noble so he, I know that he, whenever come, I he cheat, comes he comes clean with it whenever I cheat on my wife I feel real bad <laughs> that's why I know that's why I know I'm in love with my wife because I feel bad every time I cheat on her. So, so there were there were a lot of issues, a lot of issues in the house in the household. So, the the synopsis before we go like dig into it, a neighbor the night before the house exploded heard you know a big fight, a big argument around ten o'clock. He is seen on camera at an ATM at ten forty, and it was and everything that I've read and and all of the the investigations. Every everybody was kind of confused on the dollar amount. He he withdrew two hundred and eighty dollars. So like back then in 01, I don't know if they changed the amount of money you can get out of an ATM at one time. Two eighty seems weird to me. No, because I cause, I mean because you can pretty much only get in like sums of twenty, right? So like right before I came down here, I pulled four hundred out and that was easy. Right, but if you went into poor like yeah four hundred, I got yeah it. it's an even number. 
Uh, yeah, but like you couldn't pull like 281. But 280 seems weird. That just seems like a very odd amount to me. And everyone mm-hmm. else that, that I've, you know, some of the documentaries I've watched. Specific. Yeah, very specific. Yeah. But he's seen 40 minutes later after. Uh, yeah, no one's ever heard. been able to place why. Yeah, so like they hear this fight and then 40 minutes later he's getting $280 out. He's never, that's the last time he's ever been seen. Was that mm, that picture? That, that, that picture from that ATM. Oh man! It's the last time he's ever been seen. That's crazy. The other weird part is he's driving his wife's Forerunner, which all the neighbors had said he typically does not drive that car. He drives that truck that in the picture that right. Eric just had. Right, because driving a Forerunner is kind of like a little bitch car. It's a like bitch a car. It's like a girl's version of a Jeep. So, he, am I right, Andrea? Right, like, isn't isn't the Forerunner kind of a chick car? I'm not talking to you. <laughs> well, I you <laughs> have a Forerunner, don't you? It's a really cool car. Yeah, I think it's a really cool <laughs> car too for girls. It's like Eclipses. Remember back in 2001, they had the mm-hmm. Mitsubishi Eclipses. Like mm-hmm. those were cool cars too, but not if you're a dude. <laughs> it is not even close. <laughs> That's why I'm just I'm waiting for the reactions. <laughs> So, so anyway, so it's like lives. the Bud Light of SUVs. <laughs> That's good. That's cute. Right. Keep it up. That was good. So, so he he's seen driving driving her car. So he disappears. Well, then at uh, I can't remember exactly what time eight forty or eight, 8 o'clock in the morning. Next, the next morning, after he's seen at the ATM, the house explodes. So it, it is, I mean, it's in a neighborhood, in a cul-de-sac. I mean, houses, you know, just any typical neighborhood. It's not like they were out rural, you know, country area. House explodes. Firemen are, you know, doing their thing. Put the fire out. Well, as they're digging through all the, you know, the doing their over, salvage and overhaul, they find three bodies. Ooh. So one of which, well, he's got two children. Yeah, and Eric's got the pictures up. It's this house. I mean, it was and the video. There's some video out there that I've seen, and it was. I mean, it's pretty impressive. But as they're digging through, you know, they find two children and an adult. Well, the one documentary that I was watching, the the son Bobby, you could tell like he was laying. He was laying on his side, but they were all they were all in bed. That that's a, a big key. They were oh, all okay. in bed. Um, now, was it the explosion that kills them, or is it the f- fire that kills them? So, glad you brought that up. So, they're all in bed. Mary had missed some school function that she normally always makes, but it was earlier in the evening. So, th- that's kind of in question as as to why she missed it. But I think, you know, they were fighting a bunch. You know, they were having a big right. argument throughout the evening, and then it just exploded at 10, no pun intended, but... So, but they were all in bed. They find once, you know, once they discover the bodies, both of the children were almost decapitated. Oh, throat slit from, you know, front, front to vertebrae. And then when they, when they find Mary, her throat is slit as well, but also she's got a bullet hole in her head and they find a bullet fragment. So, this guy is this this Robert is a avid hunter, outdoorsman, quote unquote survivalist, if you whatever that yeah, whatever that term is, sure. yeah, whatever you deem a, a survivalist, but probably a MAGA Republican. <laughs> you know, survival people, those people that like to survive. So so he's got a ton of guns. They end up retrieving guns out of the house, but there's one gun that's missing and it, it's a handgun and it matches the caliber to the fragment that they find in Mary's head. So in this documentary that I was watching in this research, his buddy and like his wife worked for friends of theirs in her, in their office and they would go camping four wheeling, you know, out in the country, you know, in Arizona. Well, he had said something to his, his friend slash neighbor that, hey, we need to come back out here. I like this place. And Robert had said to their friend, you know, their 
friend, neighbor, whatever. Right. Um, yeah, I'm probably not. I'm probably not gonna be back out here ever, ever. Even if I kill my wife. And he thought it was weird. <laughs> like after the fact, obviously, when he's getting interviewed, he was like, you know, I thought it was the strangest thing. Yeah. Well, so then all this happens. Well, so ten days go on. So they're they're looking for the car. They don't. They didn't find okay, a fourth hang, body. Hang on. I gotta I gotta just slow down really fast here. Okay. We're moving fast. How did the house explode? So, Robert had disconnected the uh, the gas the gas line to the furnace, and then lit a candle. Oh. So he had a a, a long a long awaiting wick essentially. Right. Is that normal in true crime, Andrea? Is that? Do we have other cases like that? No, frozen. Yeah, she's frozen. She's frozen. She's frozen in time. Uh, now, do you learn that in fire school? Uh, we definitely don't learn that. We learn that in arson investigation school. Okay. <laughs> Andrea, did, were you able to hear me on that one? Does that happen? What's that? No, I didn't. What did you say? Okay. I said, um, it, do we do we have that happen a lot in uh, in true crime? Does that like people light, lighting candles and like ripping the gas hose off of a stove and then lighting a candle? Do we have other cases like that, or did you know of? What happened? Crime. You guys are breaking up on my end. Um, well, anyway, we're past it. But I was at I, I, if you do figure it out, I was just wondering if there's other true crimes out there where they they did the same type of explosion. Using gas, like like uh, natural gas, but I think we've, I think we're our internet's too choppy between the two of us, so we'll just keep going. So, okay, I apologize that I didn't hear your question. One thing though, um, if you find a question, hmm, uh, we can't hear you. We heard the hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so i'm so sorry uh so, i think it's because uh, we're both using internet i was saying that the man it's every time i think she's good now right i know it's like it's like right when she's hanging, like right there uh, somebody in the chat said john, john okay. jay galt's great that he pulled he like this an hour, hours and lit a candle yeah yeah so it's gonna it's gonna take it's gonna take a little bit of time for that that natural gas to accumulate to an ignitable gotcha concentration. Is it how big of an explosion does that cause? Enough to fucking kill you or? Le oh yeah, I mean it could level a house. Yeah, okay. it's we don't have gas like we don't really run a lot of gas gas here. So so I mean it it does take a little bit to accumulate, but then once it does, the ten hours like the ten hours to me is a little bit off like it's just weird right because that's a long time man it's a lot of gas accumulation in the house right but the way it seems is when they did the autopsies on these on all these three bodies none of them had soot in, the, in, their, in their lungs in their nose so that shows us they were dead they were dead before the house exploded which is really fucked up because i cannot fathom for one second slitting like it's no throats. absolutely not like that is unhinged. And to go like in the way they described it, like to almost decapitate them. I mean, it's one thing to just slit your throat and cut, you know, you're getting your carotids and, and you're bleeding out. Yeah. But to go all the way down to where they were almost all decapitated is sadistic as it's sadistic as hell. It's, it's, uh, yeah. I, and, and like, you wonder like what kind of drugs were involved beforehand like, um, so it's like so one of the things like going back because I would have to be super fucked up, right? Like to do some shit like that. But to go back like into his history with his parents getting divorced, and that's why that was a big thing. Was he he had said like divorce is never going to be an option. So his wife catches him stepping out. He comes back. She kicks him out for a couple of days. He goes and camps. Yeah, clears head. She clears her head. He comes back and he says, "Hey, I'm going to do right, whatever." And this was you know like I think a week before and then all of a sudden now here we are he lost he lost his shit and ends up sl slitting their throats shooting her and then blowing the house up what doesn't make sense to me as well 
on the arson investigator side of it is if you're going to try to cover up a crime, Hey, you've got to be there. You've got to have an alibi. You've got to be there somewhere outside of an ATM video or camera still picture. I don't know if he was just dumb enough to think that like the body, his body, like all the bodies were going to be burned beyond recognition where, but you're still going to have three, right? You're still missing somebody and you're missing a vehicle. So this cat ends up going out into the wilderness. Yeah. And I cannot remember exactly how many miles away it was. Right. But they found they found her forerunner on uh, Young's Road in Young's, Arizona, which a place that he frequented. So with that, there's a ton of caverns and stuff. It was about 100 that... miles away. 100 miles. Okay. There it Thank is. Thank you. Yeah, she's back. There she's sweet. Back. See, I knew I need God, some help. She fucking knows all the details, too. That's perfect. That's why she is the queen, dude. The true queen, crime queen. Queen of true crime. TCQ is what she's got tattooed under her uh, under her <laughs> left arm. True crime queen. I, I can't say. I thought it was a shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> no, so so he drives out, but he took it. He took their family dog with him. Okay. So, so he takes a dog, kills his kids. <laughs> fucking ass. kills his dog. I fucking hate this. Whole or time. I mean, kills his kids. Takes the dog. Yeah, the wife. She's in bed. Whatever. The dog is found. In that ten day, that ten day period that that went through, when the officials get there, a hiker ended up seeing the vehicle, and you know calls it in. The dog is like un- underneath the car, you know, obviously hungry, oh. thirsty, still alive. Wow! But he just left the dog. Well, there were a ton of caverns in that area, so like some of the hypotheses are that. He lived, you know, he went into the caverns. Also, not to interrupt you. No, do it, please. No, I was just going to say, they found human excrement beside the passenger door on the ground as well. So he took a big, big healthy shit. Well, that was an adrenaline dump, no doubt. You know what I mean? I talk about it in my book a bunch, but like oftentimes when people commit crimes, they take a shit right afterwards. And I put various instances of of you know people who stab somebody and then literally shit on the sidewalk right afterwards. So adrenaline dumped it. That's what they call it. Like some it. people throw up, some people, you know. Sympathetic response is what that's called. Oh, is that the medical that's firefighter a, term? That's the paramedic term. Fucking the non-bitch term that us cops call Non-bitch. it is a uh, adrenaline dump. Adrenaline dump. Yeah, fucking yeah, adrenaline dump. That sounds like you're a annihilator. Annihilator. <laughs> But yeah, so some of the some of the hypotheses are that he hid out in these caves and some of the caves haven't were never like mapped out at that point right. back in 01. Um, they've since been mapped out. But this documentary that I watched, like this reporter, like went in with these quote unquote spelunkers. <sighs> Throw that wherever you want. Uh-huh. I can't spell it, but. I know what a splunker is, but they, but you know, they went into these caves and they're like, "Hey, would somebody be able to survive here?" Well, there was water because you know they had water dripping down, you know, through sure. the, through the soil. Um, they said, "Yeah, you could." He's a hunter, so he could have hunted and got food. Oh, yeah, it's a pistol. Could make a fire, and they said, "You know, there's enough oxygen in here, and it wouldn't create a, too much carbon monoxide with the airflow." Yeah, he totally could have made fires, and you would have never known. You know, up above ground, right, there was even there. a fire there. Right. So whether you head out or hit out there or not, um, there's some other. He's been cited, quote unquote, cited. Uh, people like think like he's like Bigfoot at this point. Somebody, somebody, uh, a, a couple was driving up a road that Young's Lane or Young's Road, and right a couple days after the car was found. They thought that they saw him. So, but they didn't say anything. They went home. And Andre, if you, if you're if you read any of this that I'm missing a little bit, just chime in. But a couple of days after they got home, they realized, hey, this this guy's missing. Wow. Like they're looking for him. Yeah. And the wife was like, Oh my god, I saw him. <laughs> well, would have been useful a couple of days earlier, probably. And he's a handsome man, so like I don't think if a woman saw him, she'd forget very soon probably not yeah exactly there and and there have been sorry there's a bit of a delay so i'm interrupting but um 
there have been multiple sightings over the years or quote people think that they've seen him or people who strongly resemble his physical features. Were you going to speak on the one that happened in Vancouver or no? Yeah, I was going to go. I was going to go there. Um, The guy in Canada that was that was actually behind bars. Yeah, so so one of the sightings um, they got out of uh, Vancouver Royal uh, Canadian Mounted Police Hello, had somebody that they thought, and and there's a lot of discord between that because it was one municipality versus Royal Canadian Mounted Police. Not I'm not familiar with Canada and how their policing works, but right. when this documentary when they reached out, they're like, "Hey, go to the." Royal Canadian Mounted Police, and then they directed them back to this little municipality. But anyway, there there was a guy that was locked up that had a scar on his back mm. from a back surgery that he had had. Um, wow, I'm trying to think. There were there was one other thing that like it was. Oh, he was missing the. This Robert had a gold tooth, like one of his bicuspids was a gold tooth. This guy was missing that tooth, that same tooth. Uh. So it was it was one of those they thought it was him. They reached out and the Scottsdale investigators went up there. It ended up with fingerprints. They ended up figuring out that it wasn't him, but uh. they're like, well, we don't know necessarily. Like this one investigator is not convinced that it wasn't him. Okay. But they didn't have enough to hold him. But like how do you fake fingerprints? Well, that, well and, that I don't know. That's that's your that's your police job. So you can you can it would be injury. It would be burning. There's a few different ways right. you can alter yeah, your fingerprints. It. It's possible yeah, I, 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 to yeah. do. But the investigators have come back. There's have come back to. They've come back to say that um, there is no evidence that his fingerprints were altered. Right. But there are still people who, even with that information, you know, we talked about confirmation bias in our last episode about, you know, when you get it in your head that you kind of want this to be the case or you want this to be the suspect, it's easy to make a case for it. Coincidences that this guy's tooth and back scar, it's not uncommon for someone to be missing a tooth. It's not necessarily uncommon for someone to have a scar on their back from surgery. And it just happened to line up and it was a coincidence, but there are definitely still people who are in the camp that, you know, that was that guy. I mean, are we, it was nobody like at the camp of this motherfucker went to one of those caves and shot himself in the face. There are, there, I mean, there, there's a few, I mean, they're like, yeah, he, he probably killed himself and nobody's ever going to find his, you know, find his remains. But, and one question I was going to ask, I mean, you were in Raleigh and not rural Arizona, but body remains end up showing up somehow, some way hiker, you know, just like the hiker finding the car. It's hard for me to, to wrap my mind around it. And that's just my personal opinion that he offed himself and just decompose somewhere. Well, it's it's like beyond me that the dog wouldn't go with him wherever he went. And so, and with the car, like the dog laying underneath the car, all the windows were down. The car was clean. There were pine needles in the car, but like because the wind, the windows were down. So th- what they're thinking is he left the he left the dog in the car, windows down. Hey, I'm not gonna not gonna let you, you know. Right. I don't Die. know what the temperature was, you know, sure. in April in Arizona because I've never been. But he he wasn't gonna leave the dog to die, but gonna leave the dog to die essentially. Right. <laughs> Fend for yourself, be a dog. Gotcha. That makes sense. So it's I mean it's there's a lot of like just little things like this that in this story that were kind of triggering me like why if you're if you're going to kill your family but you're going to take your dog yeah, yeah so fucking dog oh god yeah no i was gonna again i apologize if i'm saying something you've already um touched on but in terms of that he had committed suicide quite a few people feel that way and the reason they do is because he is one that prior to the event had starting uh you, and you spoke on it Keith earlier about how um how he was controlling and we know this kind of to be true but he had uh there was there was uh talk that he had attempted suicide at some point and that he at least and a few of his friends and some of his, his family in the camp that um 
they could see him committing suicide before he allowed a divorce to take place. Um, and he had said things like, you'd be better off without me and, and these kinds of things. And so the people who think that he did commit suicide, one of the theories is that in one of those cave systems, which like you touched on, many of them had not been mapped out. So some people think uh, hid out in a cave at least for a little while, hunted, trapped, whatever, and then potentially come out in the cave, which if it's one that's not yet been explored, why his remains were not found. If that's, you know, that's what some people have said. Right. Yeah, that, you know, it makes sense to me. I, I don't know. Even in two thousand one, it's pretty hard to just fucking disappear. And that's that's where that's where my head is. I mean, you, where are you going to get? You know, it's getting money's going to be hard to do. ATMs are going to be hard to do. Those cops, as the detectives, Scott Taylor is on is on a very small fucking place. And so, like, and and that's like you said, getting money is going to be hard. So that's where that two hundred and eighty dollars. Yeah, you would that's take just, it all. That's such a weird number to me. And if you if you have you know your four hundred one ks, all that stuff, none of that was touched. Whatever you know, whatever retirements that they had, none of that was touched. Right. So, so I mean, I'm not bailing town on two hundred. I didn't come here with less than four hundred dollars. You have four hundred dollars, bitch. Not anymore. <laughs> You're taking me all these expensive places. <laughs> No, I'm yeah, just kidding. I'm just kidding. Fancy, dude. I took him to Jones Cafe, dude. We, Shout out Jones Cafe. Fourteen dollar lunch, man. It was awesome. Yeah, fucking it was right, great. Dude. Fourteen bucks. How much tip did you leave? Uh, it's Joe, a lot of money, dude. Joe, Joe paid. So. I fed. I fed all five my kids for fourteen bucks. <laughs> Joe paid. Um, yeah, I mean, like, if you're not gonna, if you're gonna not kill yourself, I think you're. Drew said you can fun. live off of two hundred eighty. You can live off of two hundred eighty bucks. Not in two thousand one dollars. Off of, uh, in, in a cave. In a now, cave, now I sure. In a cave. Yeah, in a cave. Yeah, I, I'm, yeah. Uh, the two hundred eighty dollars, maybe. I mean, gas money. That's that's the only thing I could figure out. I mean, what was gas in two thousand one? Definitely not what it is now. You know what I mean? Um, and it, 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 I mean, like like it Andrea possibly... said, it was you know roughly roughly hundred hundred is... miles. Excuse me. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, no, so so one of the yeah, one of the theories um also this is what his uh so his neighbor or his friend that you spoke on where his wife went to work where but I forget the woman's name, but um the couple that were friends of theirs that Mary worked with, right? She was an employee of theirs. He um they did an interesting thing where uh with the guy, I believe the guy in Canada actually that we spoke about a minute ago that had you know was missing the tooth and had the back scar it's unprecedented and had the neighbor come to the police station talking to an officer while they brought this guy out of holding so that they could see each other to try to get like yes. um just a very organic reaction from that guy and the the guy that is there, no, excuse me, it wasn't the coworker. It was the neighbor. It was one of the neighbors who doesn't really want to be on camera. He has talked to people. Yeah. He doesn't want his name and face out there. But he lived next to this couple for for to Mary and Robert for years and years. And he maintains that when when they made eye contact, um, that there was no doubt about it. He still maintains that that is his neighbor that he saw. Who's to yeah, say? That's, yeah, that's yeah, um, that's and that's huge. In, in my opinion, that's huge. Somebody, if you, you know yeah. your neighbors, right? But then the fence still don't add up, so it's it's very bizarre. Like, um, uh, they talked about when he was hunting, how he would take pictures and just have pictures of the blood. Like, it was more ritualistic rather than the kill. It was like him removing organs or just um, um, rubbing like elk blood on his face. And I don't, I don't know. Um, I was going to touch on something else that's lost me now. It'll come back to me. But yeah, I thought that was interesting about the neighbor. Um, mm. That's crazy, man. It makes me want some of that outbound beef jerky. <laughs> that's a great segue. Outbound beef jerky. No, it's, it's with, with the, you know, the, the hunting aspect of it, you know, if you're not into hunting or, or haven't been in hunting, like, I mean, typically if you get your first kill, like whoever takes you out, will like, take a little bit yeah, of first kill on your face. Yes, yeah. first kill. But this guy was an avid hunter and they said that he was just sadistic yeah. as shit. 
you know, without with all these guys to where they they looked <laughs> like, at they looked at the guy that brought him like, dude, what is this guy's deal? Like, Yo, dude, you only do that on your first kill. Like, yeah, not every fucking time. Like, dude's like painting himself all up. He's like, oh, look at me. He's like, get inside of it. Looking like, remember Freddie got like, fingered? He <laughs> <laughs> looks like Last of the Mohicans coming out of there. He got his blood wings. So I mean, like the survivalist aspect of it, and and again, I, I said it before, like depends on what your term is as a survivalist. I mean, I'm definitely not. I'm not surviving. Fucking blood on my face. I dude. could go. I mean, I could go out and camp for a couple of days, but I, I want my bed at some point. I, I want something creature comforts. But he's been seen, like supposedly, quote unquote, been seen Guatemala. Uh, <laughs> there, there was there was a UK sighting of this guy, and just I mean, to me, like that's all random. I think it's. I think it's like Elvis. <laughs> like exactly, yeah. Elvis is still alive. It's crazy that people like know this story as far out. It's like the UK. And exactly. Guatemala. So it, it, that was that was the other thing that kind well, of. Well, he I was never on heard the top right. ten. He was. Yeah, he, he was, was on, on FBI's top, top ten most wanted for years and years and oh, years. Oh shit! He got um, pulled off. It and I just get pulled off. Recently, it was yeah. very recently. I feel like. Um, so. He was replaced with some, I think, a terrorist of some sort. November third so, of twenty one. He, he was replaced with some parent at a school board meeting. Yulon Adane Archaga Karias. Uh, yeah, and he's MS thirteen out of Honduras. Oh, that's oh, what dude. it was. That's what it was. He got replaced by an MS thirteen member. You should be ashamed of yourself. So, dude, some of the FBI photos that he's got in his little grandma notes. He's like you, Andrea. Um. <laughs> He's the one of the pictures that the FBI has of this dude that he might potentially look like is a, a picture of him with a mullet, and it cannot be unseen. Here, I'll find, this. I'll, I'll find it on here. Um, just keep talking, okay, I'll download it. Yeah, another, um, another, um, uh, it just occurred to me what I was gonna say a minute ago, but the guy heard that he worked that his wife that Mary worked with, the deceased worked with. They're friends, and they had been friends for years and years. I know we talked about their children played together. Their daughters were best friends. They knew each other very well. So Herb says, uh, and forgive me, just tell me if you already touched on this. I don't believe you did, that uh, he had been, he meaning Robert, the suspect, had been speaking with people at the um, Rye Bar. It's a bar in Rye, Arizona, outside yeah. of Scottsdale, where this took place. Um, did you talk about this? Did I miss it? I, no, and... no, I, I, I hadn't okay, hit on that okay. yet. So perfect. okay, well, and don't I don't want to no, step over you here, going. but um, yeah. So he had been in. He had been talking to. He had gone to this bar, uh, Rye Bar, R Y E, like think bread, like that's the name of the yeah. bar, uh, and inquired about roads. If you were on a motorcycle, this was kind of a biker bar. So if you were hypothetically on a motorcycle what do the roads look like to get from his residence or around that area in scottsdale to this part of the of arizona and so people told him like yeah basically there's a service road like there are a few roads like you wouldn't be seen really it's not really a highway but he did it in a way that was you know innocuous like i don't think anybody suspected you know anything to come from it so his good friend the herb guy that his wife worked with he now maintains of course all of this is everything is speculation right any anything is a hypothesis it's all theory no one knows anything but he seems to think this point that robert had in fact bought a motorcycle um because he had talked about bikes he had started talking more about motorcycles and he thinks that he that robert actually had a motorcycle and he put it in the forerunner uh, or had actually, excuse me, in a date prior stashed it up there in the woods where they found the forerunner about a hundred miles away. And they think he might've headed out toward Rye, like toward, right. toward that area at some point. Um, I feel like there would have been a lot of evidence. Another... Like oh, there would be evidence, tire tracks. You know, so like... we'll, we'll, well, potentially, but um <sighs> I mean, who's to say? I don't think he was a bit controlling. He could have had cash or funds that she didn't know about. You know, he could have purchased something in cash for that matter. Something cheap, and, and, something enough and, to get away. And with part of that, um, like there there was a junkyard or, or something close to that bar that he was like kind of looking around. You know, yep. looking. It, it was like a motorcycle junkyard that's that's not open. It wasn't open 
So yeah. does he take the girl, like the like the girl that got his hand job from in the massage parlor, and throw her on the back? And he's like, "Tonight we ride." Dude. Let's go, sweetie. You might ride or die because <laughs> you'll fucking die if you don't want to ride, bitch. No. <laughs> so then there was another now, also with with that same bar that um, this old man this old man came in a, a place next to the bar. I'm sorry, um, a little deli mm-hmm. produce stand where um, cherry park or whatever cherry park produce stand whatever it was called i can't remember but the, mm-hmm. this old this old guy walks in and sees one of these mug shots and was like well, why is my friend's picture here and when oh, the shit. when the clerk like questioned it she's like well what do you mean she was like and this guy was like that that's my friend like he lives with me he didn't do anything Oh shit! But then immediately, like, had he had a handler with him. He was an old old man. Had oh. a handler with him. Yep. He was like, "We got to go. We're leaving." So then, like, but there's a bunch of ranches yep. around that that area. Yeah. So no way to find anybody that's staying necessarily on. I mean, with as many ranches that are there, and again, very confusing to me. Right. right. Well, ranches and reservation. I forget the name of it, but there was a specific. Pacific reservation, Indian reservation there. And there, um, but, but police did not, no one investigated, no one went to the reservation to speak with people who live there. So, yeah, but it's like an Indians on the Indian reservation hate white people, especially back in 2001. So, okay. Good so, luck on that. Okay. <laughs> well, but the, my point is they didn't, they didn't investigate. So, the, um, there are footprints that lead that lead kind of from around the area that the forerunner was found toward the reservation and kind of stop. Now I will say in the brief time I've had to look into this case, the, the detectives now that will speak that from that documentary that, uh, keep us talking about earlier. I think that was made in 2011. They were very forthcoming and it's very, very honest to say like, you know, were there mistakes made? Are there things we wish we would have done now? Sure. Like they're they're very honest to say coulda shoulda woulda right and and I wish yeah, I we would approach this good. this way or that way, mm-hmm. and so they're very, in my opinion, pretty trustworthy in that sense. Like nobody, you know, they're not indignant about anything, but there are a few things like that. Like if you got prints from the forerunner toward the reservation, you know, like and and no one was spoken to there either. There are there are quite a few like um, near misses when it comes to this. Because there were so many things, like you mentioned earlier, like we saw that guy, but it was like a few days later. There were a lot of those right. that happened, <laughs> like in the immediate time frame that some time went by six, eight, 10, 12 days. Just like and an then, argument with, then, a, with a girlfriend, like, oh, I should have said that. Oh, right. I can't say it now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. This is like a now. where in the world is Robert Fisher, family annihilator. <laughs> I know. <clears throat> Carmen San Diego, I like it. <clears throat> Good reference. Thank you. 2001 is when that came out. That song definitely wasn't. It was. Now, um, I guess we get to the theory portion of the show. Um, my theory and the is whole, this whole show is theory. Yeah, but now it's personal theories. Okay. Woman. Okay. Okay. Woman. Oh, fucking turn the stove on. Get it ready. Uh, Just make sure the gas line's connected. <laughs> on the yeah, no gas line. On, unhook the gas line, Andre, and we'll take care of you. Um, my personal theory is he shot himself somewhere in a cave. That's my theory. What's your theory, Andre? Yeah, I'm not opposed to that at all. Based on his history and like his psychological history, we don't have it um, any diagnosis that I know of. Uh, tell me if we do, but um, based on just what he's said over the years to people and the way he conducted himself and the fact that he would, you know, kind of threaten suicide. I don't, you know, I don't know. He was, I think kind of a bit of a controlling narcissist personality, which sometimes wouldn't want to commit suicide. Um, But yeah, I think, I think he had, I think he did what he set out to do. And I wouldn't be surprised if he did in fact commit suicide later and it wouldn't, the only way that would work if it was in one of those caves, I think, you know, that we wouldn't have found right. the remains yet or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. What, is, what about you? Gabe? I mean, I, I get the, I get the suicide theory, right? So you kill your family. 
you but you take your dog which supposedly was you know one of his first loves whatever but then you you hit the point like okay i've got nothing else so that is very plausible but again pulling in the narcissism to it most narcissists don't they're I not know. Give that's the, the satisfaction. Only... So that, right. that, that that it hangs me up. But well, I there think you go. he's not going to give you the satisfaction of knowing where the fuck he's at. But if he has we'll a... go way out in this motherfucking cave, right? Till this flashlight runs out of battery. But if he hasn't been found, and then I'm going to shoot myself. In he, the head. He's quote unquote been seen, but nothing's been confirmed. I mean, I think I think honestly, I think he had to. Have. Maybe he, he is Lazaro Lopez. <laughs> Speaking he's of, uh, he grew out his mullet and started driving for NASCAR. Uh, I do have the picture of the FBI. <laughs> Watch list for you guys. Um, Andrea, I'd also like to know which Robert William Fisher are you most attracted to? <laughs> oh my gosh. Can I say, oh my you gosh. Like the, you okay. like the bald John Travolta? Oh <laughs> you, you like the Fast and the Furious? Uh, rest Person, in peace before he burned I mean, it up. I can't even pick one because he creeps me the hell out. And he has since uh, I looked into this. His Those original picture, soul, even Andrea. his eyes. Oh my gosh! His, his Adam's eyes apple. There's no way he went as a chick. There's no way that bitch went trans. Oh well, he, 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 I don't like his top lip, did. and I don't like his eyes. You ever sucked on a dude's Adam's apple? <laughs> oh my gosh! What the hell is wrong with you? I just feel like if my Adam's apple was that big, I'd want a girl to suck on it. <laughs> you think you need to? Be like, hey, girl, put your mouth on my Adam's apple. Look at this other appendage I have on my body. Fucking huge, dude. <laughs> I've never I'm seen it. Like some that. light and shadow there. You are, you are not. You are not wrong. He does look kind of like Ugh. a NASCAR driver, though. He does look no, like a bald. He, does, he looks like a murderer. Look at his eyes he, and that yeah, top he looks lip. Like I can't. Ooh. Mm. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably other pictures of him, like this one right here, like this beautiful family picture. He looks creepy yeah, there. I mean, he looks like a murderer in that picture. Yeah, but she looks like a fucking two at best. And oh yeah, it's not. It's definitely not good. Come you know what I mean? On. Like he's much better looking than her. But just like the no, any he's neighbor, not. Any yes, neighbor in is. some crazy crime scene. Oh well, I mean, he kept to himself. He seemed like a really nice guy. Like, dude, I don't know. And she looks homely. Meanwhile, he decapitated, almost decapitated his family. Oh, he's great. Well, you know, great guy. His yard, great was, guy. his yard was always mulched. Maybe his family should have been better. <laughs> better kids made better grades. Mm. Just do better, sir. <laughs> Just, mm -mm. yeah, do, you know, he went and had to kill himself. I'm always gonna take the man side. That is fucked up, though, man. I can't think of a, I can't think of a single reason that I would slit my children's throats. It's zero reasons, like. If I was going to kill my kids... Thanks for saying that out loud. I felt like I needed to. If I was going to kill evidence. my kids, though, I would just get it quick, dude. That's like Robert Murdoch. Like, why fucking... Dude, I don't know. I just couldn't do it. Alec, no way I, fucking do it. I mean, Alec, yeah. By the way, saw him. I saw Alec Murdoch. I think I sent you a picture. Oh, I know. I uh, saw that. Was it the group text into, you put that in? Yeah, I ran into him in uh, Valley Cruces, North Carolina. Valley Cruz, North Carolina, he was sitting behind a shoe rack. I went up and asked him, I was like, dude, anybody ever tell you that you look like fucking Robert Murdoch or Alec Murdoch? And he was like, yeah, I don't know who that is, but like, you're like the third or fourth person that's told me that. Most people say I should dress as him for Halloween. And I was like, damn. How do you not know who that is at this point? <laughs> damn. I mean, the kid was in college, you know. It's college because uh, they only, dye, if he was a transvestite, they knew who he dye, was. Dye your hair red and dress as Buster. That's what, I mean, that's what he looked like. Yeah. But wasn't Buster's real name Robert? He did look like him. Yeah, he did look like Buster. Mm, probably. I don't know. <sighs> but anyway, man, that was, uh, you did good, man. For what's that? For, uh, for, oh, no, for a fire... it's not important. I'm looking for the... For a firefighter, you did a great job. Hey, I, pre I appreciate well, the I was opportunity. most shocked about the story, you know, shockingly enough, it wasn't the murder of a man's child and his wife. But what shocked me the most about this case was that you were able to read it. Uh, wasn't aware that Words you guys hard. were good at reading like that. Words are hard, and uh, but you you did an excellent job. I'm mean, stick to your day job. Stick talking about Not whatever definitely. it is the fuck y'all talk about. I'm one more, and I'm out of here. We'll, we'll try. <laughs> you guys have some banger guests. It's, it's, it's a great any, show. Anything and everything. It's a great show. I love that you guys got a new YouTube channel. Pump yeah. for you guys on that. And um, you'll be here tomorrow night for the meetup and the uh, Q and A afterwards at the distillery. Uh, I mean at the uh, the 
uh, studio. We'll be at the studio. distillery at Instill, Instill, Instill Distilling Company from uh, 5 p.m. until 8 p.m. And then we'll be just down the road at the studio from 8 p.m. till 10 p.m. with all sorts of uh, fun goodies and drinky poos and snacky poos. And there is one of the Wolfpack fans, uh, I believe his name is Rob, sticking his breast up to the window of the studio right now. And there's a picture that can't be unseen, nor do I want to unsee. definitely not unseen. Oh, God. Mm, That was, uh, he has a huge areola. Going to be, going to be, go ahead. You you can put it over there. See if he puts it back up. Scan that camera right around. Oh, he's walking away. He's walking away. No, go ahead. Put that camera over there. Everybody ignore the rest of the studio. No, he's running away. He's running away. (laughs) He's running away. Um, All right, guys. Hey, until next time. Until tomorrow, actually. Guns up and giddy up. Thank you for everybody in the chat. Thanks for everybody for being here. Uh, Lastro Lopez. Thank uh, you Jill Billy. David J. Fulcanator. That Fulcanator. Um, talk to cool dude as always. Mary 530. Carly, isn't there a movie called Hi Carly? Uh, I don't know. I think it was a TV um, show. Carly says they all they look they they all look a little off. Carly, come on, girl, come on, hit her to quit it. Robert Fisher before he murdered his family. <laughs> quickly, 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 hit her to quit it. Robert before he murdered his family. Uh, Micah says multiply the length yeah. by the width to figure out the areola. <laughs> guys great job tonight Seth Dunlop says he was referring to me he didn't put a name on there so you can just assume that it was she says quit it Carly says quit it wow prude um, damn she's got standards but uh, well, we appreciate it Carly we appreciate your honesty I can't least. I can't thank you enough for allowing the one more out of here guys to come on come in here <laughs> Your area. This guy looks like scan the kid. Looks like he's like in prison. He actually should. Look be. at this, Andre. Look at this. Turn the camera. Let's zoom in on the window. Keep going. Look at this. <laughs> this is what we're dealing with right now. I can't yeah, see. That, and and this you is. Can't what, see that. This is what oh I. Oh my deal gosh. With. This is what I deal with every <laughs> podcast. Oh my gosh. Look at this. Oh, you're welcome. Here, here they all come. God. Here they all go. Keep That's scanning terrifying. over there. Oh gosh, they're everywhere. But failure to stop people, I thank you so much for allowing me to come on and also, you know, embracing us and oh, Abby you know, helping us out is in the chat. So I'm being a police best. officer podcast. Thanks, Abby. Wish you were hey, here. Hey, Abby, it's a great podcast meetup. Ooh, we're, let me say something good. to Abby. Hey, uh, <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. You can say whatever you want. Um. Yeah, no. So the case that you sent over that you were interested in, I'm actually I was going to do it tonight. So I'm going to do that next week. So we'll be talking all about that. Oh. The little boy. She'll know what I'm talking about. Andre always likes talking about little boys. <laughs> Sorry, I was like Forrest Gump and ruined the Black Panther Party. <laughs> you always ruin everything. Jake. You're a firefighter. That's, that's what you do. That's, you fucking what, I, ruin that's lives. what I hear. You ruin lives. And they still give you hugs. I actually wrote that in my book. I think there's like one sentence where it's like a firefighter can go to a house, spray it down with a bunch of foamy white shit, ruining everything inside of the house, just destroying it. And the family will be like, thank you guys so much Factual. for coming out. And a that police officer so- can show up and like mediate an entire like save a marriage. And like keep the children together or whatever, and we're still the assholes. Like, I'm not hating on you. I'm just a little bit jealous. And this is why this is why we need to have a podcast, like a, an episode of those types of things. We can do it on our Patreon account. If you yes. want to sign up for our Let's Patreon account, you can raise live. it up, right? Live dead like media. It's not live live. When's it going live live, dude? Beta, beta live. Dude, live live tonight. You want to get on the Patreon? That shit will be live live sometime tonight. So um, take a look out there. Get That's going to be where all the, the other interviews. I think Drew Breezy uh, had an episode today that that he interviewed somebody. It's going up on there. Um, uh, oh, yeah. He interviewed a dude that was at the Las Vegas shooting. Oh, well, um, that'd be super interesting. Yeah, that's going to be a really good thing, man. Because the FBI, um, I'm going to talk about it tomorrow, mm. so I won't spoil it. But the FBI did put out their motive. I'm not buying it. Not buying their fucking motive. The motive was that uh, he was angry at the hotels oh, for not giving them the high rollers. I, no, I read uh-huh. that as well. I don't not a chance, either. dude. Not a chance. You don't go and shoot up a bunch of concert goers because you're upset about the fucking right. hotel. Because you didn't get comped enough or enough buffet tickets. No, not a Absolutely. chance. Nice try, FBI. Took you four. What, how many years is that? 2016? Seven years, and that's the best you got on that case? Fuck out of here, Ridiculous. you losers. Fuck out of here. 
Uh, we'll talk about that tomorrow, though, and it's going to be a lot of fun. So join us tomorrow at last call. All the other news that you need so that you don't sound like an asshole first responder to your civilian friends over the weekend, giving you something else to talk about other than dead babies and domestic violence. And actually, actually, it's not just for first responders anymore. It's for all the true crime girls that don't have anything else to talk about other than dead babies and true crime. I'm going to give you some other news, give there you a little you bit go. more culture so that you fit in, Andrea, when you go down to the little pub in Wilmington, you're not just like, oh, my God, I got these really awesome bones that belong to a crime scene <laughs> uh, that I just collected off the beach, and I'm doing my own forensics on it, and I'm going to solve the crime. I'm bringing myself. this tomorrow. Oh, gross. I can't, oh, I God. can't wait. Fucking I 50 shades of bleh. I saw, I saw I'm it on bringing Instagram. Them. I love it. God. I'm bringing them. Did you turn yep. them into a dilly yet? Carve them into a little dilly? <laughs> You can thank you can thank John. He said to bring them, so I'm bringing them. God, it's, what a fucking! It's weird. I had two hip bones. When do we when, are, when do we start listening to John? When was that thing? It's like a... oh, Patreon is already live. Holy shit! And he said there's already people that signed up. Oh, damn, dude, we're growing. Look at us growing. One day we'll be able to afford uh, internet for uh, Andrea. It'll be like one of those. Uh, what's the what's the uh, in the arms of an angel. Oh, Sarah McLaughlin. For four dollars, you too can provide internet for Andrea for one week. Thirty cents a day. <laughs> All right. Good night, guys. Guns up and giddy up. Night, y'all. <laughs>